0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 145 of Inside the Cage. Scott and Mark with you, as always. Um, how are you, mate? You good? I'm not bad, mate. How are you? Not bad, not bad. You've been running about like a blue-ass fly, trying to get ready for a wee week away, my man, Yeah, jammy bastard. I
1: was driving me just in the stoke, man, I'm driving me all the weekend, trying to get everything sorted and try to get the last-minute bits
0: of all that before we go tomorrow, so... No. Can I but, fucking wait? Yeah, I know. I'm going to be in like four weeks and it's just kind of come quick enough. Like, seriously, it's just like pure nah, proper man, count, man. countdown material, mate. It's ridiculous. Um, it'll be relax.
1: good, though. For 24 hours, I'll be sitting next to a pool somewhere. Yeah. Well, hope so. I mean, the wee man will love it as well. That'll be the best thing. I'll be a massive experience from me. I'll be interested to see how everything goes with the flight and stuff like that as well. And obviously so getting bit so of sleep fine. pattern and stuff like that, silly things like that, man. That'll be interesting. So, no, but it'll be good. Nah, he'll be will be cool on the plane, man. He's quite a chilled out we dude, so I'll be fine. I hope so. I really
0: do, because I can't have bothered any hassle and have my beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um right, cool. Um busy weekend previous, so we'll have a wee look um back, usual format guys. Look back at the weekend before, week before, sorry, PfL Bellator, UFC, and then we'll look forward to this weekend, UFC, PFL. We might Stretch and have a quick look at um two seven four because Mark's obviously with you next week, so we'll not be having a show next week unless I can get somebody to fill in from, which I might. You better in, and you get a sell I guess, that's how's our plan? I might just trade them out. We'll see how we go, but Mark might want to have a wee comment about it. There, if we've got time, at then we'll do that. If not, we'll just rattle through it. So we'll start with UFC. Uh, that's from previous weekend. UFC Lemos, so UFC Fight Night Lemos versus Andrade, also known as UFC Fight Night Two Hundred Five, and UFC on ESPN Plus Sixty Three from the Apex Center. Which once again, for another week, it seems to have more people in it. Every week seems to be getting louder and louder and louder, which is mental. It's slightly I and eh? obviously headlined by the strawweight um contender fight thing ish between Jessica Andreas and Amanda Lemos and holy shit man standing arm triangle choke I mean yeah, I just have the words I it was pretty impressive were man at first
1: I was like, um, what the fuck she doing? what's where, she doing here? Like what's the plan of action here and then all of a sudden she just kinda cinched it, got a wee bit tighter, adjusted it ever so slightly and then just boom 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 bang. Bob's are so
0: patient I mean, she was holding it for a good what, maybe 30, 30, 40 seconds. I don't know. I think you go back in time it actually, but yeah. it was only in it was only in like the last maybe five six seven seconds where it was actually doing damage. She was holding on, and like Lemos was like, like what? Well, I know you doing here, nice. What you doing? And then obviously like a bit tighter and a bit squeezier, And I mean, I can't. I it was class, mate. I think Andrade deserves a lot a lot of credit for it because I think a lot of people were not giving her much hope against Lemos because Lemos can, you know punch like fuck, which was evident. I did think the
1: first couple of months thought Leon was looked pretty good, man. She was fucking rapid, absolutely power, power and speed. That girl's got is pretty unbelievable, to be honest. And yeah. uh, she puts her strikes out there and stuff like that. But like, Andrade's game is anything. She's been up and down the weight division. I think she's fought across all three weight divisions at some point. And um, yeah, she's she's she'll she'll take one to get one as well type thing, but. She's also got that submission. Can I say of, of thing that she doesn't show very often? But that was that was absolutely sensational. Was that the first ever one, Winter? First ever what? In the UFC, standing arm triangle. I don't know. Was it? I think it was the first ever
0: one. I yeah, marking the, the ever first ever. time the submission has ever been landed in UFC history, which is crazy when you think about. It. I mean, it's, it's 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 almost like something that shouldn't it shouldn't really be a submission because you need the leverage of being off to the side and. I think it's a short ass as well. It's not as if she's really that tall. She's two inches shorter than Lemo, so that's another reason why that shouldn't have worked. It doesn't, none of it makes sense. The physics of it just doesn't make sense, mate. It's like arm triangle chokes on the ground. You're in side control and you're using the, the side as leverage to dig your shoulder in and dig your arm in. So it doesn't make sense, but you know what? I don't give a fuck. It was absolutely amazing. I was pure, like, literally, like, jaw dropped, mate. I was like, did I actually just see that? It's like a standing guillotine. It's so like, no matter what, we we're a standing darts or something like that. It would just be, it's nuts, mate. Um, I thought it was a class finish. I, I mean, for the first three minutes, I probably had Lemos winning, if you want to do it in three minutes. But I think Lemos had more control. She was hitting harder. She was sharper, as you said. She's so quick. Um, But yeah, Jessica Andrade, man, just fucking <laughs> love it. I mean, she's had some crazy finishes. Look at when she dropped fucking Nama Unis on her head. I mean, and like, I know she's standing arm triangle choke, like, if you were to say, like, there's been one standing arm triangle choke in the UFC, I think the last person you would ever pick to do it was probably Jessica Andrade, and that's, that's not disrespect, because she's got good jits and she's got good submissions, but, you know, you just wouldn't expect it to be a strawweight female because they're very wee, it's just, oh, uh, it's it's, class, man. It's, 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 she's
1: definitely not uh, the first thing you would come to. No, um, think about when you're thinking about that kind of thing, because I think obviously recently she's. I think if you actually look at her record, the early days, man, her jiu-jitsu was off the scale. Man, she's submissions fucking left, right, and center. And obviously, recently she's kind of used her hands a lot more because of the power and the speed that she has got in her hands, and um, yeah. it, that's maybe what made that a wee bit of a surprise. But look, well, it was brilliant. It was absolutely sensational finish. Absolutely brilliant submission, so, so unexpected. Um, I'll be interested to see what goes on for here, to be honest. Um, I just I thought, well, you we quit look at her rankings there. She's actually partly in fifth now in the rankings, Some she was never in them at all when Lamos was sitting 11th. So she's just fucking been fired. I think she's basically went in her old position
0: that she was in before she fucked off the flyaways for a couple of fights. That seems really strange that they've put her right back in at fifth, man. That's nuts. Um so,
1: I hope i will be interesting to see what they do next. I wonder, you, know, you imagine, obviously, Marina maybe will get the next shot. Obviously, you get Zhang Weili, he's going to be fighting Gigi again. Maybe Jessica looks at like Mackenzie Dern, something like that, Or maybe Guns and Faiza, Shao Nan, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, um, Americans haven't updated yet.
0: They're updated in Wiki, anyway. Not on the UFC website yet. Yeah. Uh, there's loads. Of, there's loads of good fights at the top of that straws, mate. Like we've been talking about it for a while. Um, obviously the fight, the title fight, is coming up to class. Um, uh, looks like obviously Zhang, um, JJ is coming. Um, which is amazing. Um, where is JJ? JJ's not in the rankings anymore, is she? No, she's not fought for the two years this year. So, Yeah, uh, that's true. Even then, Tisha, you know, Dern, Rodriguez, all these class fighters are going to be good in there. And also, if you add in an Andrade, Andrade's a problem for anybody in that division. She's solid that's as fuck. Well. She can take a punch. She's probably one of the best chins in all of women's MMA for me. Like, she can take a punch, like, absolutely solid. Solid as nails. Um From a champion, mate, straight away, do you know what I mean? So you've got exactly. to kind of get
1: her the credit she deserves and stuff like that. So. That's nah, not many people um, that have beaten Nami Unis? that's for sure.
0: No, that's definitely true, man. Um, yeah. What I mean, this, this card overall is actually very good. I mean, four... Four submissions on a five-fight main card was. Subset, don't it, man? It was just subs after oh, sub That was great. I loved it. I loved every minute of it, man. It was brilliant. Even the decision was class. But Claudio Puelles, or I can't. Know, I, that's one I can't get. I would go is with Puelles. Puelles, I can't get it at all, man. Uh, against Clay Guida, I mean, if you don't like Clay Guida, right? This is me. This is a public service announcement, right? If you do not like watching Clay Guida, stop watching MMA. Just stop. Go and watch fucking golf. Right. Nah, he's always involved in fun fights, and everything's fun with oh, Clay He's relentless. He just doesn't stop. He must honestly I swear to God, his wife must have to take his batteries out right at the end of the night. I swear to God. Time and Just to get him to stop moving. Just to get him to stop and slow down a bit, man. Um I mean, yeah, it was three minutes. It was an eventful three minutes. Um gutted for Clay because he's all hot and he's all he's all you know fast and he's he wants but he also knows like when not to take damage and stuff like that, like you know, maybe twenty years ago or fifteen years ago, Clegg would have made more taps so early with that. Do you know what I mean? But he he knew as soon as Wales had his had his leg that he was he's like going oh, to do his knee end man. Do you know what I mean? The speed that Poilé's got that in was just absolutely
1: sensational. Obviously, he was looking for other things before that, but then to get the speed that he went to, to get
0: that knee bar was just, that was outrageous, to be honest, man, absolutely fucking outrageous. The speed was, of the transition was crazy, man. It, was, it reminded me a wee bit of Reese, McEwen from Cage Wars, a few weeks back when he grabbed that rear naked out of absolutely nowhere, like literally it nowhere. It was literally so quick, Poilé's, like the, he just grabbed the knee, like literally it was sensational. I don't even think Clay seen it coming. That was the thing. You know, it was amazing. That was mate. I think that
1: was that. That third knee bar as well. Well, as as well, which was just sensational. Second one in a row in the UFC, mate. It's just I unbelievable. Um, he looks like he's got a decent future ahead of him again. Um, obviously taking clay out, so my statement statements are on word. But having kind of legend kind of guy and just taking him out and having
0: his name in your resume is always a good thing to have. Oh, Clay's gonna Clay's gonna be one of these guys. It's just outside the top fifteen, probably for me. Like a probably top I, twenty, aye, top twenty. I would like that aye, he's like a top fifteen gatekeeper type thing. You know that kind of idea. I would say he's uh, a fight to get. Yeah, a top fifteen gatekeeper. Aye, aye, absolutely, absolutely, totally agree. mate. totally agree. It's it's to see if you can if you can cut it at the bottom end of that like fifteen with that fifteen to twenty bracket. If you can cut it in there, you you have to beat Clay Gouda. Um... And well as I'd imagine he'll be looking for a top fifteen
1: guy, if not just somebody just literally just outside that as well, a somewhat contender. That's four in a row to knee bars, mate. It's special man. The UFC love things that make headlines, and that's the kind of
0: fucking thing that makes a headline. So he's went about his business really, really quiet. Well as for me, like he's he's five and zero in the UFC. Okay, six and zero if you include. Uh, sorry, five and one if you include the Fighter, which we don't normally. Um, at 5 all in the UFC, and he's beaten Jordan Levitt, Grotchmacher, which is a tough fight, and Clay Guida. You know, the boys get some serious skills. He just needs to obviously fight a wee bit more, needs to be a bit more active. Um, but well, the, the, the boys are legit. No, Can't really argue with that. I suppose no, no. No. no, but b- before that, do you know what I mean? Only yeah, or three no. times in five years, do you know what I mean? So um, he's got to keep himself active. Um, I think he looks class 26 years old, mate. sky's the limit for a boy like that, 12-2 record. You know, that's, that's nuts. Definitely, man. but I'm trying to see how to say what comes next for him, because uh, I like to look at him. I like, well, you're pulling some machines out like that, man. You've got to love somebody like that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So, this has never happened before. This is a first in all of the three and a half years you and I have been doing this. Where are you going with us? Somebody has been kicked out of the Scots Fighter Club and has been brought back in. That's never happened. What, makes say? Macy, she get papped out because she was kinda I don't know. Wasn't it? even as if she was crap, she just totally went off rails, a superstar kid and just hit a brick wall and just stopped. Um I I just shattered, but mother just kinda I think the Modiferi thing was so drastic. Like, and Barbara was so good, like so good and Moderry, no offense to her, she's a legend, but she was never on the same level but upon paper and she wasn't. Um also the Grasso defeats maybe aged a bit better, but um, yeah, I was I was supremely impressed with Macy Barber on Saturday, mate. That was my performance tonight. I thought Macy was absolutely, utterly outstanding. Um, I thought she, I just thought she was brilliant start to finish, mate. She totally and utterly dominated that fight, and that's something against Montana De La Rosa. Montana De La Rosa is a decent fighter. She's not outstanding, mate, but she's a decent fighter. She's had good wins as well, you know, against Lipski and stuff like that, and you know even Barella. She's had good wins, so. I I honestly thought Macy looked brilliant. She did. She looked
1: she looked back to that. It was slightly different for Ella performances, but the confidence was there and she basically went and beat Montana De La Rosa at her own game as well, which was yep. so good, Macy. Um yep. she had that and even when the stand up was there, she was beating her on the stand up as well. Um I as you said, it was a it was a brilliant performance by Macy Barber. It shows she's I'm not saying, I was gonna say she's no finished. That's fucking stupid because she's fucking twenty three years of age, but you know what I'm saying? Like she's not yeah at a wall that she can't go over. She's no. she's scaled she's, it. She's done the other side now and she's gonna to continue to push on in her career. Whereas that Modiferi wall was a fucking
0: bit of hammer ball at that point. She's um, shown that she's got the resilience to start again and, you know, keep going. I mean look, like she's moved to she moved to Team Alpha um last year, I think twenty twenty one. Um obviously that would have helped with the Miranda Maverick fight. Um and you know, this De La Rosa, she looks like a total different thing. You know the thing that got me where on Saturday? It was the strength there. She just looked so strong in the clinch and on the ground and all the places where the fight went. She looked really, really big and strong. And I think I, I thought she was absolutely superb. Um, I would very much like to see her, you know, slowly kind of creep up those rankings again. I'd love to see her fight Casey, right? But um, it's been it's maybe not going to happen. Um, yeah, yeah I, th- I think it has. What we've thats probably
1: a slight step too far. I think. Yeah. For me, well, for me, Casey's obviously ahead. For me, just in general, Casey's ahead of her. I, yeah. I, I would actually give her somebody else who is wanting to get in that top fifteen, just to make yeah. sure that she's definitely because the Miranda Maverick fight for me was—it was close. It was very, very close. Yeah. Um, so I think certain people had it, Maverick, certainly, but barbara that's fair enough, what have you had it. Yeah, yeah. She, she'd done a brilliant forming as Montana De La Rosa, but for me, she still needs one more fight to go, right, boom, let's go and have a look up the rankings and see how we can fight from there. Um, oh, she's
0: in she's in the rankings, mate. So, I, know like, she has, she's, I know she she's
1: has. There, so I think, I, I, I'm looking ahead of that and go, Casey O'Neill, Cynthia Covillo, Vivian Arugio, that kind of names are like no, well, No, not yet. No, it's far too early. Far too early for me for that. I know... She's in the rankings through obviously the fights so that she's won and stuff like that, but that's still she was, a wee bit early to move up. Like, in fact weirdly, if you're going to look at a name, then maybe it's a wee bit up when she has a name, maybe Joanne Wood, something like that. Well, I was going to see. Stand up kind of fight that maybe Macy loves as well.
0: She likes to put forward mm. pressure on opponents. And she, was fight, she was supposed to fight. She was supposed to fight Erin Blanchfield in November uh, uh, last year, so maybe that's a fight to rebook. Erin's, yeah. just behind, Erin's just behind her. It gives Mace another chance to put a stamp, like, put an exclamation mark on the fact that she's in the rankings. You know, like, look, I'm here. I deserve to be here. And now I can look up the way. As you say, if, if you say she thinks she needs another fight from maybe somebody behind her, maybe that's the fight to make. That's what I think she needs. She's that exclamation
1: going, out and go, yes, I'm 100% here. I deserve a position in the rankings. Right, who's ahead of me? Give me up. And I think yeah. just the one more fight and then she can start looking at Jessica's and Cynthia Covillos, John Woods and stuff like that. For me anyway, I think I then Blanchfield one, as I said, it was supposed to get made, so maybe make that again. Um I know Blanchfield, I think she's fighting Judy Aldrich since so yeah. um and that's uh, the start of June. So maybe I maybe you could probably look at maybe August September time yeah. if the two of them are ready for a runner, but then wait and see. Yeah.
0: Um Okay, we've got two guillotine jokes to talk about that were literally four seconds apart in terms of like it was almost like identical fights except the fact that Barrio was smashing Jordan Wright. But um talk about Lando first. I mean I love Charles Jordan, right? And I love submissions, so this was great, right? But I'm actually really gutted that we never got to see more of Vanata because see for that two and a half minutes, I thought Vanata looked fucking amazing. Like I thought That's- it was brilliant, mate. I was really impressed by Lando. I was gutted as well It's such an early fringe, because this was one of the fights
1: that you looked at and you went, This could be a fight of the night, this could be an absolutely yes. sensational fight, man. That's could yes. be absolutely unbelievable. Um as you say, I did look pretty good the first couple of minutes of the fight, um for all you could judge it on, but uh, the submission again was it was just another brilliant submission, mate. It was just it was really well done, man. It was just it was super um I like Charger Down myself, man, he's a really good fighter. Really like watched him. has got he's he's a fighter that's kind of got everything. He's a modern MMA fighter as such. Oh. He stand up really good, and he's proved that he's got that um that submission game there as well. So I think got a couple of ones early days. a couple of your naked jokes and a couple of guillotines on his, his early uh, kind of um, record as such. So he's definitely got that in there. But again, he's a he's a good up and
0: coming fighter as such. Yeah, no, oh, he is like. I love Charles Jordan. like As I said, he's, he's somebody that's quite exciting. Um, and I was just gutted it didn't go longer because the fact I thought Lando looked class and I'd love to have seen that would go a bit longer. As you say, it was, uh, you know, it was potentially like a fight of the night and it possibly even could have been on. The very short evidence we had, these guys were going toe to toe and it was a very good fight for the, as long as it lasted. Um, Charles Jordan's quick, man, and he's, he's clever and he's, it was, it was really slick. Um yeah, no. Just I'd, I'd, like I'd, I'd still love, I'd love
1: to see them fight again. If I'm honest, I'd love to. I think that'd be great. Nobody get that, but I, um, I wouldn't be complaining. Maybe at some point down the line that that might be a fight could be made because I think it would be a, an an exceptional fight to uh, to make. Um, obviously I mentioned after the show as well. Stuff. I like his Canadian buddy. Obviously got the the win. on against Jordan Wright, and as you say, man, fight to him, man. man Jordan Wright was getting fucking slapped about Something rotten. Um,
0: Barry was a pure weird one, man. I always seem to pure pick against them, and I don't really know why. I did that the exact same thing. thing. I did the exact same thing. I don't know why. i just, I've got why did I fucking pick against them? Aye, I, I know, and that's the thing. Like I said to myself, I'm sure I always pick against them, and they always fucking wins, and I look like a dick. And I was like, Do you know, what I'm going to, to pick them. I went, nah, Jordan Wright, young, big, strong. I can't see it. Like genuinely, just can't see it. And then like fucked after two and a half minutes, mounted guillotine. It was tremendous, mate. Like, it was just, again, so slick and just, I don't think Jordan Wright knew what happened. The pressure, some guys can't handle the pressure. You know, Jordan Wright's a young up and coming fighter who's very, very good, you know, very talented. But that Barrio pressure, Barrio is big and strong and heavy and, you know, big hands and he's genuinely quite terrifying to look at. You know, he's just shaved head. Like, shaved head's always scary in the fighting, you fighting game. He, I guess we looking at about like that mental, do not that? Aye, Jordan Wright looks a bit kind of pretty boyish when you compare him to Mark Andrew Barrio. So that, that coming at you, relentless, you know, straight off the, the you know the horn, the bell, whatever you want to call it, I think Jordan Wright was just fucking rabbit caught in the headlights, mate, if I'm honest. Aye, just as I said, could deal with the pressure off a of bat straight anyway, and then to go and get that
1: choke in the way he did it, and the pressure that he put on it was it was superb, man. Um, it was a great finish again, great guillotine choke. Superb, but that there's, there's not many words for it when you've only got two minutes to talk about. But I it was it, it was really fucking class, man. It really was.
0: What about uh, the rest of this card? Was there anything on it, like specifically that you enjoyed, or I mean, there is one thing we probably should really talk about because I had a big rant about it last week. Um, illegal strikes. I mean, that is possibly one of the worst. I things because it wasn't really a poke; it was a gouge. Is what that's one of the worst I've ever seen. That was horrendous.
1: Mate, that was so bad, man. It was he, he so was bad. him twice in the boys as well or something, like during the fight. Aye. they won't them twice as well, aye. Dirty, dirty Dean Barry, that's what he has now. on, Um the, the eye guys was a shocker. Um absolutely shocker. Up to that point with Mike Jackson losing the fight? Yes. Easily, yes. Absolutely. Um, was he going to go and lose the fight? Yes. yes. Um so I'm not saying that there was no damage caused by the gouge, and it was an absolutely horrendous gouge, but it now makes Mike Jackson 1-1-1. One,
0: one, one. He's now got a 1 on his record. Yeah, um, Listen, I don't want to with that, because at the end of the day, an eye gouge is worse than an eye poke, because an eye no, gouge is, is an active 100%. scooping of the eye. Like, what, uh, Dean Barry can try and defend it and say, you know, I've not heard anything from Dean Barry at all since it. I feel gutted for him, because I like Dean Barry. He's, he looks like a bit an up-and-comer, mate, but you can't. That's, ind- that's indefensible for me. That's like that's something that you you don't accidentally gouge somebody's eye. Sorry, you just don't. No, it was a I was a shocker. as you say mate, it was, was really 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 bad to be honest
1: because the eye kind of disappeared with the fact his finger went fucking that far and his fucking heat.
0: It was mental, mental. Stop it. Hi. Uh, what about, I mean, I was going to say. Another thing, or well, another comment of mine you may choose to discuss or not, I don't think there's anybody in all of MMA who can't take a leg kick as bad as Ike e. Villanueva. <laughs> like, mate, I mean, I know those leg kicks are huge from Pedro. Tyson's got big legs, right? But I'm sorry, he kicked him maybe, what, four times in the leg and he went doing like a stack of cards, like, tough, literally like, that's folded that's up like a fucking deck
1: Big Vianneva's a boxer. He's a standout boxer. He's got nothing done in basically. That That's what he is, a boxer. And as soon as you fucking him with one, two, three, boom, the fourth one, just fucking absolutely. I'll give Tyson Pedro's I'd go to the positive side with Tyson Pedro So to come back after three and a half years and put on a... All oh right, It was well, four minutes, four or five minutes against like V and he kicked fuck out his leg, and he got a pretty easy finish in the end. But... Up to that point, I thought he looked really, really good, man. I thought he looked patient. He looked sharp. He looked. He knew what he was trying to do within the fight, and it was. I like Tyson Pedro. Weirdly, ever since he beat Paul Craig, he's somebody have always kept an eye on because of when we seen him in Glasgow. Obviously, beat Paul Craig back then, and he still keeps somebody kept an eye on. And I keep going like, where the fuck's Tyson Pedro? Where the fuck's Tyson Pedro? Was to him. Obviously, but not for so yeah. long, so many yeah. bad knee injuries and stuff like that. And well, I'm fucking delighted for the guy. I'm delighted he's back. Um, I think he's a very very dangerous, very dangerous fighter. He's been out for so long now that he'd like to think he's learned quite a lot as well in that time. And he should be better. Well, as long as the physicality's still there, his mental side of things and his technical side of things you would think, like to think have got better as long as his body's up to fucking thing it. So, look, see if Tyson Pedro keeps going forward. I think he'd be a very, very interesting guy going forward yeah. in the light like, heavyweight division and definitely I'd like to see him push on and push up the rankings because he's got a lot of skills, man. The guy's got a bit of everything again, he's got fucking black belts and fucking hang everything going. So, um, I want to talk with Tyson Pedro because I like looking, like man, I always like Tyson. So,
0: no, yeah, I think, um, I think I talk like you, like, he's he's always had something about him, Tyson. and Obviously, he's been out for so long, like, so long. Um, it'd be good for him to try and get a couple of wins and you know, push on. I mean, they fought Shogun Rua and OSP. And lost both, so that doesn't really bode well for the future. Because I'd imagine the guys in the top fifteen, of the heavyweights, are you know t- a lot better than OSP and Shogun are now. So these fights for four years, i these little little year. little I'd like to see girl, if he's in- I know. I know that's exactly my next point, mate. I'm saying like, these are old fights against, you know, guys who are maybe on the way out and stuff like that. So, and Tyson's had three and a half years to train and get himself back to it. He's also been training a wee bit with City Kickboxing and things like that as well. So, you don't know what kind of fighter he is. In fact, he's almost like a new fighter completely. He might be a totally different guy. We didn't see much of it on Saturday because he, I think he wanted to be in there for as long as possible to try and, you know, get a bit of feel for it and just get a feel for it. Because he's probably never fought in the small octagon either. To be honest with you, mate, if you think about it, he's no, probably never, never fought would the small have. one. So, like, no. probably unlikely to have. So, maybe it was just trying to get a bit of a feel for it in case he's he's getting a fight in a couple of months or whatever. You know, just I, I guess that like my my idea, my plan would have been if it was me to basically been there for as long as humanly possible. Um, and I, okay, it was never going to go much longer than that. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm from him to be back. As I say, ever since he um. Ever since he fought Paul Craig always kept an eye on him as well, bud. So um it'd be good to see how he goes going forward. Definitely, man, definitely. Um anything else? Can
1: Joko versus Gran, I think Poro are thing we can go. I think, obviously I get fight in the night. It was nine minutes of I absolutely I think there was about like four knockdowns or something like that during the nine minutes. I felt like somebody was always gonna have to at some point. Was that? Absolute utter carnage. Oh, it was brilliant, mate! It was super to oh, watch again. Can Job was one of Can was was why these guys who was coming back after two or three years, of it. And to come back and put on a decent performance like that, and what I won in the end, mate, because you can you can see the emotion he had at the end of the fight to win it. It was, it was, it was brilliant, man. So, um, aye, great performance, great fight, to be honest, between the two of them. So, um, aye, I really enjoyed that fight. It was a crack knockout as well, man.
0: Yeah, it was. Alrighty. Uh, let's move on a little bit. Um, we're going to do a quick look at PFL and Bellator. We'll just dip, dip into it. Um, we can't get through everything because we just don't have the time. Um, so PFL obviously had their very first regular season uh, matchups, I suppose you could call it, fixture list, fixture, I don't know. Yeah. Um, of the PFL 2022 season. It was lightweight, men's lightweights and men's uh, light heavyweights. Um, and by all accounts, the stuff I've seen, um, it looked crass, uh, crass? class, um, I've th- I seen Martin Hamlet. He absolutely destroyed osteolosis. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I not I, I, yeah, I just need you. work on that one. Um, obviously, we made a point of mentioning Stevie Ray last week. Scottish interest in PFL. Um, I thought Stevie had a good fight. Actually, um, but it looked quite good. It looked sharp. That left hand is absolutely savage. Put Alex Martinez on his arse. Um, I thought 33-7 was half myself. I thought I'd maybe give him a second round to be honest. And at least yeah, I had him in the second round. He he he, he, had, he had okay up until the knockdown. He didn't do very much. Like I guess uh, Martinez, excuse me, Martinez was probably in control. But after the knockdown, I would have said Stevie kind of. Had it for
1: there. Um, I was of yeah, gutted from he um, got that takedown early in the third as well and I thought he was when we were going to go on from there, but I think he was looking for a submission to get that extra point and stuff. And then he lost the position and it kinda there on in Martinez came back into fighting, I like think one round three in the end. So I was kinda gutted from after that. Getting the takedown so early as well in the third round, it was disappointing he couldn't hold on to that for at least a wee bit longer and do something with it eventually instead of maybe rushing to get that finish.
0: Yeah. Um Corey Hendricks, good finish of Amaliano Sordi. Sordi, I'm, I'm sure Sordi was their champ. I'm sure he was. I don't know if he's done, but, uh, or he was in the final, because I think Carlos Jr. is now the champ. Um, a good performance by Hendricks there to finish Sordi. Um, what did you think of uh, uh, Auburn Mercier's Schultz? It was a difficult one. It was all probably
1: on that second round, wasn't it, where you gave it. Um, I think there was no doubt that uh, Auburn Mercier won the first, show gave him a third, second round... It was so easy to in that second round, man. I think if it went either way, I wouldn't have been fussed to be honest. Um, personally, uh, yeah. I think Schultz was maybe doing the more damaging shots, whereas Alban Mercier was maybe slightly busier. Yeah. Um, but aye, it was a difficult one to call that, man. Uh, split decision. Either. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not actually that disappointed with a
0: split decision because I could have seen it going either way. Yeah. Um. A beautiful darts choke by Antonio Carlos Junior. Shoeface. Mate, to do
1: it the way he did it as well. Because he took us, I thought he took a sword one off Monty at one point and then obviously came back himself and fucking hit him with that right hand. And before fucking, I think he actually caught Monty before
0: he hit the fucking deck and then he took him down. Well, I thought that. See, when that. I watched it, I was like, Monty was on his way down. Like He's literally caught like, him mid-air. Just to aye, a aye, and then took him down. But uh, listen, it was a slick darts, mate, those arms, those big long arms. Sneaking under the chin and the neck and just fucking cranking, man. It was beautiful. Really, really slick. Half a half he's a Do you know what I mean? He's a sensational, sensational
1: jiu-jitsu artist, do you know what I mean? Um yeah, out of yes. this world. So um uh he's going out in his locker and he's fucking unbelievable, man, for that kind of stuff. What
0: about our main and co main? I feel a bit for Don Madge, man. I thought he, he was basically dominating the
1: fight up until that point. He, he, he definitely won the first two rounds. He was probably on his way to win in the third. He just kind of stood on the outside and kind of outpointed pointed my and judged the distance really well and stuff like I was kind of gutted for him, eh, Madge because, as I said, I thought he was really, really good. And But I suppose that's what champions do. And tip, man, they win when they're, no fucking, they're not doing well. And also Rushman Field went in there, got his... Got his knock, his knockout, which was a pretty fucking class knockout, man. right hand, wasn't it, right in the middle? Yeah, overhand
0: okay. right, man. Yeah, fucking boom. Uh, I, I, I thought Don much. Be... I thought Don looked absolutely brilliant, mate. I thought it was really, really good. Um, I'm gutted for him because like it just shows what can happen. He only had two and a half rounds, so two and a half rounds, two and a half minutes basically to go. Um, I need a one that fight. I would have said relatively comfortably. Um, beauty of MMA, isn't it? Really disappointing for him, but. That's it. That's it, mate. That's it. Um main event, Clay Collard versus Jezza Stevens. This was fucking that's this has got a my lesser fight of the year, by the way. This was absolutely sensational. Insane. Absolutely. Fifteen minutes of two guys who literally did just take each other's heads off, mate. It was utterly, utterly insane. Insane. That, hang, I hang, that a third tourum looked fucking really first round was fucking unbelievable, man. it
1: tourum looked sensational first round. Jeremy Stevens, I think that's the best I've seen Jeremy Stevens for a fucking long, long time. Long time. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, somebody, so, just somebody, somebody shots at Clay Collard just kind of stood there and went, sorry, did you hit me there? And it was just as if nothing had happened. That man is a chin like nothing else I will ever see. A fair play to Jeremy Stevens because even he's got a fucking class showing because Clay Collard had him with a fucking few beauties. Um, yeah. But as a favorite own, Collard really took over. Jeremy Stevens kind of gas tank, and then just kind of gave up on him, I think. And it was one point the Collard got a takedown in the third round, and I think Stevens just yeah. kind of
0: like a bit, and went, That's "I, so I so got to step so in my so I can have that? It was. Uh, I loved. I loved the fact that I loved Collard when he, uh, when he like he put him down and then just turned and walked away. I'd be good. <laughs> like, fucking man. I loved that. I thought it was almost like a walk-off, but it wasn't a walk-off. It was just Brown. Um I'm glad to be a bit for Stevens because he hasn't won a fight since February 2018. That's a long time, man. That's a big skid. Do you know what I mean? So, he's... I'm hoping he gets a couple of wins. He might not win the belt at PFL. He might not win the million. He might still. You never know. He might go and have four first-round knockouts and finish top of the league. But... Um, so it's I, two or three I fights love... they have, isn't it? So it's the best of two or three fights to have. So Alright, it's like three fights on my mind. so um we'll see, mate, we'll see. Um just it was just a class fight, mate. I totally agree with you. Could be fight of the year. Definitely a contender for me. It was it was insane.
1: That was brilliant, man. Absolutely superb. Fair play to PFL. I really first, obviously first event we've had on the Television properly, obviously, it was on Channel 4 over here in the UK. And yeah, I watched it on the big screen. Man, it was really good to watch. It's weird, I feel that like there's no fans there as well. It's,
0: it's yeah, if it's, it's the fans there, a but really interesting. Concept. There. Like, obviously, having never actually watched it, the way they score fights and the way they have the sorry, what happened there? Did you jump out? No, I was just listening intently to
1: you. How sure. well, I'm just
0: like, just like obviously, with the the. The stuff like the way they score it in this PFR, this or FPR, the fighter rating thing, yeah. it's just, yeah. it's really, really smart and it gives you live counts on the strikes and stuff like that. It's, it's really smart. Really it's a really, like that. really good way of doing things. Every so, really... every
1: so often, you get a wee fact up and stuff like that about either fighter in the fight and stuff I like that. And I, 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 really, I really like the concept of PFL, man. There's a lot to like about PFL. I would like it yeah. to look as though there's more fans there, or there probably is some fans there, but I just felt. A fight, especially like Collard Stevens, if you had a fuel arena with that fight, mate, that fucking place would have been going half
0: its nut. Yeah, but you see that, I mean listen, it might have it might have just because they're not allowed a lot of fans, mate. Possibly, but in Texas, it's Texas, I'm Texas, so Texas, don't give a fuck about anything. No, that's very true. That's true. Right. Quick special mentions for Bellator two seven eight and two seven nine. Go. <sighs> Obviously, Les Carmush won the belt. Um, I
1: thought it was a tad early myself. I think a few people thought the same. A lot of people were happy with the decision. So, well was one? Of those ones. I think Velasquez, but a lot of things going to appeal. I don't know how the fuck she's going to do that. I don't know what you're going to appeal. But anyway, um, I think I did see that uh, Scott coco was talking about possibly remaking that fight anyway. So, we'll possibly get to see that again. Actually, i had Velazquez too. Why not going into the fourth myself? I thought she was winning at that point. Um, yeah. obviously Kermish if she kept that position would have been only one the fourth round so probably going to each into the fifth but for me it was a tad early I know we spoke earlier on and you were quite happy with the stoppage I think she took
0: what 15 or 16 or shots elbows or something uh, like. he, took, he took I mean some of them were soft right some of them were soft I'm not saying it was like significant strikes but she took between 15 and 20 unanswered strikes now, I don't care who you are, what situation it is, how long's left in a round. It's not good. It's not a good look for referees, especially a referee. Mike Beltran's always struck me as a referee who's very, very centered on fighter welfare and stuff like that. He's always like making sure. I mean, he he's the one that reminds them it's the third round at the end of the fight, and he's the guy who goes, "Well, it's the third round, guys. Remember, you know, so that they know." He's always in mm-hmm. fighter care. He looks like he's probably trying to protect the fighter. They're having a massive issue with it. No, was it a bit early? Maybe I genuinely didn't have that much of an issue with it. If they remake the fight, is that the right thing to do? Maybe really couldn't give a fuck to be honest. Um, I I was okay with the stoppage. I wasn't as if I was shouting at the telly going, "Wow, that's really early." Seen a no. hell of a lot worse than that. I,
1: I I wasn't shouting at the telly myself. I just when I look back on it. I went, "Ah, oh, that maybe we touched early just to be the last quest kind of sat up as well after and stuff." Like, obviously, this is all rest perspective. This is all looking through fucking glasses and all that shit, fucking whatever the saying is. That I kind of think stuff like that. So. Well, it's one of these things. It's not the end of the world, but um, as it is. as um, as I said, Velazquez will my get a rematch soon, possibly. Wouldn't you wait and see? Um, yeah, obviously, yeah. Buzzo, and Zapatello. I didn't see Barzola. any of the Friday night card except that um, Carmouche thing. To be honest, no, I never, I never seen any more. them. Buzzle and obviously were involved in this kind of playoff match to get into the bantamweight grand prix. So, um. They both beat their guys, Baswell beat Mikhailov pretty comfortably, Sabatella beat Lugo quite comfortably as well. So they're now into the, the Grand Prix proper as such. So i I can't remember who they're facing next. I don't look back. I can't remember I think one's Higo and I can't remember who the other one is, but um that's put them in there as well. Grand Neil got a good one there as well, again, Christian Edwards. So Um there's all really about Saturday night when Saturday night was probably a bigger card, the main card as such. Um I'm not gonna lie, when I seen Chris Cyborg had won 49-45, I decided I was not gonna buy back to watch that. Um Did she get docked a point? Yeah, it's a legal knee. Um so again, I'm, I'm like she's obviously won every round. You know what cyborg does. I'd imagine it was always gonna be the same situation. Um, there's more in, there's more interesting things on this card for me than talking about Skiss
0: Cyborg, to be honest. Yeah, well, Ralphie and starts knocking out one Akuleta. pretty, pretty savage. It was, it was a brilliant
1: I one. I like, everything I've seen says head kick. It wasn't actually a head kick, it was his fucking knee. As he lifted his knee up to actually kick him in the head. Basically, Akuleta's fucking... Basically, he butted his fucking knee, but those things, the way Akuleta's came forward. Um, I think that was the first time I've been knocked out as well so um, fair play to Rufin Starks man he, he he looks the real deal he's 18-1 or something like 18-1 man he looks like a proper contender only oh, defeating his record was is Tamir really we know how good he is look at what he's doing in the UFC now man it's it's a it's a loss that has aged well, shall we say? It doesn't look yeah. like a bad loss now. Yeah. Um, so Rufin thoughts He looks the real deal. Obviously picked up the um, interim ballot, uh interim weight championship as well for that fight. So, aye, yeah. uh, well done to him, man.
0: Also, um, see fight- anything else? Not, we'll run through the results. Obviously, Apache Mix beating Horaguchi that puts him through in the in this,
1: yeah. Uh that was a very back and forth fight, Patchy Max Um Kind of one round, I think. Basically, Patchy Max won one, three, and five, and Hariguchi won two and four. So a very back and forth fight, but Patchy Mix was definitely well worth the win, man. He was absolutely superb. Um, I thought Rianci Mediros as well. It's only our fair scene. Um, he looked really, really good against Emmanuel Sanchez as well, man. It was good to. I think Rianci's one of these guys in the UFC. Everybody liked them. There's never a bad word to say about him. and he's gone over yeah, there and he's good. done well in front of his whole crowd and stuff like oh, that, man. He looked really good. He was always in good fights. Yeah, definitely. He's always in fun fights, man.
0: A good yeah. fighter to watch. Absolutely. All righty. Um, right, let's move on to this weekend. Um, we've got UFC and there's... P- well, actually, PFL. We'll do, we'll do UFC first. We'll actually get PFL on Thursday. But we'll do um, UFC first. So UFC on ESPN, Font versus Vera. Obviously, headlined by the Bantamweight fight between Rob Font and Marlon Chidovera, and this probably is one of the best main events we've seen this year outside of uh, pay-per-views, would you agree? Yeah, it's quite about that, up there, it? man.
1: Um, a class fight, obviously it's a lot, probably a lot better than the last couple of the main events we've had. Um, I'd definitely say there's probably something at stake here going forward, uh, maybe a number one contenders fight is maybe at stake. Um, so it's good to have that, and let's be honest, man, two guys who kind of love to stand and bang kind of thing as well, so it should be a fun,
0: fun fight. and no matter Wait, what, there's, what a, else, uh, there's a lot of fights on this card that are like standing bangs. Have you seen Darren Elkins versus Tristan Connolly? Nah, that should be good fun as well, mate. There's Christoph Yoko versus Gerard Mearshart, there's some class, class fights on this card, mate. There's some very, very good stuff on this card It's actually
1: you need to know the guys you need to know them you need to know your MMA and your UFC and stuff like that probably to know a lot of them but uh, there's some very 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 good stuff on here I think probably my standout is either it's probably Jared Gordon versus Grant Dawson to be honest um, yeah, yeah. I think that's my kind of apart from Rob Font versus Marlon Vera, that's probably the other fight on the card that I'm absolutely buzzing to watch um, I think that's got to be an absolutely tremendous little fight you've obviously got Touchy Ophelia on it against Jo and Vito as well um which should be a class fight, man. Touchy's so good to watch. He's just he's always involved in fun fighters again. He's he's one of these fighters who's always involved in fun. And yeah, I uh, he should that should be a class little fight as well. Um looks like a big Alexander Romanov was supposed to be on last week's card against Chase Sermon, looks like that's been moved to this week's card as well. Yeah, seen that. Um so Chase getting his comeback
0: five days after he left the UFC. It's just is bright, in it. We've released you oh, all yeah, here, mate. Do I come back? Do I have a
1: it's mental. Aye, it's absolutely fucking mental, mate. Um, So I'd imagine Big Romanov's fucking going to run through him, but he's good to watch Romanov. So um, am looking forward to him. So I uh, some tough fun. That's my yeah. name. up. He's on this card as well against Mike Breeden. Should be a decent fight as well. So, um, mm. Do you know much about the unbeaten Japanese boy that's 10 0? No. No.
0: I no. don't. I don't, but then Japanese in ten and all depends who's fighting, because oh, they're all, they're all Jap, Japanese boys. He's the number one. He's he's a number one ranked Japanese flyweight. So he's twenty two years old. <laughs> Holy shit! Man, um, he's had ten fights in four years.
1: Yeah, that's pretty sensational, mate. To a fair, um, also won a lot of his fights in Shuto. Um, never seen it. Don't know what the level the kind of guys are at, but I don't think you said one fight going to no two fights going to decision, sorry, one. Two decision wins at of oh, his nine 10 fights, ten fights? Ten fights? Ten
0: fights. So um He's only eight and oh as an amateur. He's technically like 17 and oh, mate. That's not Definitely mate. Um he's got a
1: very, very good record. He's got some fucking interesting finishes. Sleeper hold, sleeper choke, front choke, ground punch. Um I some intre- <laughs> I think that's maybe up. just
0: the way somebody's probably put a description. I on think it, that's just a bit- translation, a- isn't it? Oh. A, s- I, a sleeper choke's a real naked choke. That's what a sleeper choke is. I know, but I still it
1: sounds amazing, it sounds like something that fucking will be the wee or something like that, man, that's what it fucking sounds like. Um yeah. so, I'm interested to watch him. He might be wanting to keep a wee eye Should on you, looks like his first on the pre pre, so um mm, Yeah, some interesting stuff on it, man. Right,
0: PFL season 2022 fixture list two, uh, feathers and heavies. Um, some names on this we know Shaman Mirage, Boston Salmon, Clipson Abreu, Kyle Bokniak. Wow, Kyle Bokniak. Baba Jenkins. I feel as if I know that name and all. I might just know him from PFL to be fair. Um, Brendan
1: Lennari
0: well, I think so. Right, right. Um, I mean Lance Palmer obviously Lance Palmer's a bit of a PFL vet. There's some good stuff on this by the way. Definitely. Mate. Um, it shows the level that
1: PFLs actually at that it's got some, some really, really good fighters on it to be honest now. Um, mm-hmm. So I own that prelims there's some decent stuff. As you mentioned the names already they kind of bought me versus Jenkins I think. I mean, think that's a tremendous little fight to be honest. I know I'm absolutely superb. Yeah. Um, Obviously Lance Palmer Cass Wade will be decent. So I meant there's some really good stuff on the prelims. Um some decent stuff on the main card as well. Um couple of couple of Englishmen on the main card. Um, yes, like Stuart Austin and Brendan Loch Yeah, um probably not a lot of people have heard of Stuart Austin, but he's probably he's one of he's one of the only people to have beat Tom And I don't know how many people are high on Tom Aspinall at this moment in time. Um, so it maybe shows well. It shows how good he was six, seven years ago. Um, since then, he's lost to like of Mark Godbeer, um, Datchlin, Jesus Christ, Aye, Ham, um, Johnny Walker, stuff like that. Renan Ferreira, obviously last year in um, the PFL. So he's got a few decent ones on his card, but again, he's got some that maybe say maybe he's not maybe quite at the level he needs to be at. Um, obviously fighting the champion in
0: order. Yeah. Yeah, Capolos is yeah. a bit of a, a bit of a savage, so that'll be an interesting fight for us, He's
1: not a biggest heavyweight Capolos I think his last week and he was only two hundred and thirty six pounds or something like that, so he's not the biggest heavyweight. Um so that might that means help Stuart. You know what I mean. Yeah, it might, it might. Doubt it, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, oh true.
0: All
1: Um when I mean, he mention Brendan Lockton, he's probably the one guy who's closest to British guys within the PFL Was actually going to win a title. Yeah,
0: I mean, he was pretty close
1: last year, was he not? Yeah, I think they didn't make it to the semis last year they got through into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I think uh, so. Lost,
1: lost the spot decision to Kibbelev. Kibbelev went to only win a title last year, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think Brendan's coming back for a wee, bit of, a wee bit of payback. I think he's determined this time to go on and and get that one, get that belt, get that million dollars and make himself a very, very happy man. I think he's got a massive chance to do that as well. I don't think weirdly, I don't think the featherweights look as strong as they have done previously, but um
0: There was a split decision between Brendan and um Kabula Kabulaev. Oh yeah. Think, Loughlin, Loughlin finished top of his league, do you know what I mean? So he was he was the guy.
1: Yeah. Definitely was, mate. Um so I think he's coming back, as I say, with a bit of a vengeance to the had type thing. So I'm looking forward to seeing him. I think he's, obviously, two English boys are probably there for the packets for us anyway to keep an eye on. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Alrighty. So normally we would do the news but you said there wasn't very much this week so do you want to have a little chat about 274? Yeah
1: we might as well have a obviously I'm I'm going on holiday if anybody's not been listening to the show so far I'm going on holiday tomorrow so um there will be no show next week unless Scott decides to get himself a substitute a better replacement a super sub shall we say
0: anyway oh, see. Um I reckon, I've, I reckon I'll have plenty of people that might want to come on and do it with me, to be honest. So.
1: Get it done, my man. Get it done. Um, might as well. Um,
0: I love, I thought maybe we'll have a quick
1: look through this with a wee extra time of day. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, Charles Oliveira versus Justin Gaethje as the main event. Rosamie um, Gunis versus Carlos Barzat is the co-main, obviously. <laughs> the lightweight and the... Um, what you call them? Probably belts on the line, man. Um, O'Veary versus Gaethje should be fucking outstanding. Um, it should be absolutely class. I'm really involved. it. I've got a feeling that may come out here where we submission one or something like that. He's the, he's the king of it, he's the main man when it comes to submissions. So, and he's only getting better and better age. He's not getting worse, he's getting nope. better every time you see him fight. Yep, um, and I think. As good as Gaethje maybe has looked, obviously. Well, was he Fox? Uh, who did he beat? Who? Yeah. Gaethje Chandler he beat Chandler, didn't he? That's what it was. Yeah. And in fact, that he had back in November looked really, really good. Um, but um, looked patient, looked a totally different animal. To be honest, it did. Um, Oliveira's no, not somebody that you can easily take out either. Um, it takes a lot to finish them. So, mate, yeah, it should be an absolutely class fight. Um, I cannot wait to get back in the country to watch that one more than any other fight, I think. Probably coming when up are you next... back? Uh, weekend, Saturday. Oh, no. fuck. You're away 10 days? Uh, it's like two, half, two, half, two in the morning or something like that. On so... the Friday night, Saturday morning? No, Saturday night. So, Sunday morning. Ah, oh, fuck. I was going to say, I really want to watch this live, man. I was going to say, do you want to do it, but you're obviously away. No, we don't fight. I think the fight gets back in at like five to two on Sunday morning or something like that. So, <laughs> probably do the road just time for the main card starting and for me falling asleep. Yeah, oh, you never know. Nicely quite a long-ass day, man. So, um, yeah, that'll be a long day, mate. So, I look forward to that. Um, so, I'll hopefully maybe catch a bit of the main card if I can be bored up. But, it's really
0: isn't good seriously. What are the chances of Shogun and Rua fighting OSP in this card when I was talking with him to earlier on? But they I, actually know. Fought? I
1: forgot that fight was even happening, mate. It's like a wee legends card, this main card don't it, before the two main fights. You've got yeah. Cowboy versus Joe Lozon, which which should be which should be interesting. It'll be a good fun fight, I think, man. It should be a good good throw of hands and stuff like that. That should be fun. OSP and Shogun. It'll be interesting just to see what the two of them have actually got left. Yeah. Um, What's left whole, tank, what kind of violence they're allowed to inflict on each other if they want to. It's, it's yeah. an interesting one, that as
0: I said. I don't know how that's actually going to go. The whole um, card is nuts, man. There's some seriously good fights on it. Brandon Rival versus Matt Schnell. Randy Brown versus Chaos Williams. Um, Trinaldo, Danny Roberts. Like, fuck, I didn't even know Danny Roberts was still a thing. That's fucking mental. Uh, there's some good stuff on it, man. Um you
1: say there's some really good stuff on it. Randy Brown, Chaos Williams will be fun, man, as well. And if we've got that, if we've got Tony Ferguson back to his best, him versus Chandler could be a fight of the night contender. Um, oh, yeah. It'll be interesting to see if Tony if the old Tony Ferguson turns up, if that's the right words. Um yeah. turns up and him against Michael Chandler could be an absolute fucking sensational fight, man. Um so aye i look forward to the card all in, man. I can't, I can't wait to get back and watch this card. This is definitely one of the next couple of weeks which will stand out. Obviously, as a pair of view, man, it's just
0: sensational. It's a sensational little card, to be honest. Yeah. Good stuff. Right, there's a wee look ahead, two weeks ahead, guys, because obviously, the Marky Boys, are being holiday. So, yeah. Right, that's uh, you, mate. Is that you done? That's me, mate. No, that, nothing else for you, my friend. Good stuff. Right, well, enjoy your holiday, big man. Have a good one. I'll try my best. We shall, myself and the listeners, will greatly await your arrival back a week on Monday to the show, or two weeks today, basically. Um, interesting to see if I do it next week. We shall see. Watch this space. Got to make it happen, man. I think you should just take your laptop and your fucking your microphone with you and just do it when you're there. Fuck off. Have a class. You're on the webcam, sitting by the pool, man, with a
1: beer. Yeah, dick. Not a fucking chance am I doing that. You've been day, you're gonna holiday the a month and
0: you don't going to fucking do it, so I'm I'm leaving my phone at home, mate. I'm I'm off the grid for a week. I am literally off the grid for a week. Oh, anyway, enjoy, mate. Um have a good one. Thank you for listening as always, guys. We do appreciate it. Um we do it because you guys listen, so thank you very much. Get us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at InsideKGMMA. And if you like us on Spotify, sorry, if you listen to us on Spotify, give us a rating. Five stars would be appreciated. And yeah, have a good week. Have a good couple of weeks. And we'll catch you sometime in the very near future. Bye-bye.